Hello and welcome to One on Young with your host Sean Joseph Young. I might sound slightly strange throughout this podcast. It's because I'm going through puberty. No, it's because I've got a really sore throat and, you know, I've made it a whole lot worse because yesterday I had like a read through like for seven scripts and literally my voice was ridiculous. But we're not on the podcast. You know, you're not listening to this to know that. You're listening uh, for my guest who is someone who usually interviews people but is now being interviewed and she has to see if she can resist the temptation. I somewhat doubt that. <laughs> it is Pips Taylor. How are you? Hello! Woo woo! Round of applause in the massive studio. Yeah, the massive <laughs> studio. How are you doing? I, you know how I'm doing. You know, man. He's got a sore throat. Yeah, I've, I've brought up my lem sip and my honey and a Unfortunately, it's in a Leicester City Cup, but... I'll get the mini violins out. Yeah. Poor Sean. Thank you. He's she feeling the autumn. He's feeling the autumn. I am. I am. Pinch. But we're not here to talk about me. <laughs> we're Why here not? to talk about you and your, your ex- extensive career already. Me, me and my shizzle. Yeah, you're in, you and your shizzle. I want to start already... Okay, go on. on. Hit me. Something that will definitely hit the teenage audience that's definitely listening to this podcast... Teenage audience, of course, just being me, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Idiot. Um, she's currently doing a thing with Talk Talk and X Factor where she is interviewing the contestants for X Factor. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Isn't it's it? been a, bit, a little bit nuts, really. Um, it kind of, yeah, we, I wasn't really sure it was going to happen. And then we got the we got the green light literally like the day before, we, they, the, the Friday before the live shows. And they were like, right, well, we all start tomorrow. And I was like, ah, Jesus okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, it involves me kind of going once a week to um, the studio, the X Factor studio. Got a little name badge and everything with my photo on it. She's got a name badge, guys. Part of the crew, whatever. Um, Yeah, and I'm just into each week, I interview three of the contestants. So it's been, it's actually been really fun, and it is, it is really fun. Yeah. uh, Because it's just like silly little interviews, and um, basically asking lots of people to tweet in some random and silly and outrageous and curious questions for all of the all of the contestants and I am the lucky one who gets to ask them all. Hell yeah you are. I mean as a as a friend, as a friend, I was I was genuinely happy that you had got that. It's Thanks, such a mate. big thing. Thanks mate, I really appreciate it. It's it's been really funny because I've told some of my mates who've turned around and been like, oh I love X Factor. And I'm like, hang on a minute, I'm pretty sure you don't like X Factor. And yeah. most times you just slate it. Um, so and don't you be supportive, you bitch. I know, no, no, but so they've all like come out of the woodwork and being like, oh my god, it's my guilty pleasure. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm a massive fan of the X Factor, I always have been. I like sob in the auditions and stuff. Oh. I absolutely love it. Um, and I think it's a great show. Um, and yeah, it's a good, good platform for talent and it gives people the opportunities that they wouldn't usually have, and I'm all for that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I you just do get some weirdos on it, though, to be fair. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think that's the highlight of most people. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, I, it's just such a huge thing for you. I mean, have you... Oh, did you think you'd get... It? Any... Is it? <laughs> well... I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's still sinking in. Would you, would you say it's the biggest thing you've done? Or, I mean, would you say the, the BBC Free documentary that we'll go on later? It's but... it's, it's funny to compare because they're, kind of, they're completely different. Very true. Um, and I think... The, I think the X Factor is the biggest online thing that I've done, and obviously X Factor is a massive show. Yeah. Um, and it's brilliant to be involved in it, but I think yeah, it's it's I think it's probably going to be the, mo- the the you know the one that's going to have the most kind of resonance for your yeah, career. Yeah, quite possibly. But I, you know, even so, I think you know the the um the BBC Three documentary that I did earlier in the year was was kind of like. The arrival on scene, on, yeah, on real yeah. telly. <laughs> yeah, I, and I mean, obviously, Not I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that documentary mm. later. But it was definitely like it wasn't just an arrival. You kicked that door right in. <sighs> Bashed it down. Hiya. Yeah, not even with your legs, with your head, just so strong. Um, with with X Factor so far, because how many how many have you interviewed? I mean, this is recorded Six. on what is it? What's the We're thing? on the seventeenth uh, of October. Yeah. This is being recorded, so obviously she would have interviewed more by the time this comes out. But so yeah, week two we're on um, first weekend. First week I interviewed um, Jarmaine Douglas. Oh, I love him. Who is really lovely. He seems like the type. Who'd he's be so giggly. Yeah, and it, you know he's quite nervous, but it's really endearing. And he's actually really. It was really fun to interview. You know, 
initially I was like, oh, this might be a bit of hard work, but we had a great time, it was wicked. And then I interviewed Melanie Masson, uh, who was actually evicted on week two. Uh, evicted, well, I liked like her. Her brother. Yeah, she had a really powerful voice, and she was really sweet, mum of two, um, really friendly. I mean, they're just like they're, they're just gen, you know, they're just genuinely normal, wicked, talented people. Yeah. Um, and then who else did I interview? Carolyn Poole, who actually got in, who got axed the first week. So um, they're a bad omen. I know it is. Like, come talk to me, and then we'll vote you out. No, I'm joking. Uh, it's clearly not going to need to do that. No, obviously, obviously. But, um, Conspiracy. Yeah. But uh, just to clarify, don't it talk has... to the talk talk bird. <laughs> it's got a bad omen. She's cursed. Yeah, she's definitely cursed. Um and then who else? Oh yeah, then last week it was the boy band time. So I interviewed Union J and District 3. I have to say, Union J are a little bit pretty. Like one of them is just like too too pretty to look at. I was like, Jesus, what is that? Those blue shining eyes. Yeah. God. Um slightly unnerving. But they, they are they are very very attractive young boys. Mm. Sounds really weird, doesn't it? <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> too old, too old. No, I'm she she's not over forty, so it's okay. I yeah. can get away uh, with that. Yeah. Um. So no, that was fun. The boy bands were really fun, and also there's obviously they've got you know wicked banter between the two of them. So you don't really need me there to be honest. I'm yeah. just sort of like holding the mic and waving it in front of them and asking them silly questions like, if you were a chair, what celebrity would you let sit in you? Those were tweets, weren't they? Yeah. Okay, I'm just clarifying. You just, just clarifying. Just that up, so. Yeah, I didn't just conjure that one up, but that's yeah. possibly got to be one of my most favourite questions ever. Yeah, no. Can you answer that? What celebrity would I let sit in me or on me? On me, hopefully. On me. Um, oh, I think it'd have to be Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I might have to agree. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Who would uh, you let sit on you? Well, I, I've discovered my newfound crush, my newfound celebrity crush. Which I never thought I'd, you know, join this club of having celebrity club. Go on. But Olivia Wilde. Oh my god. Oh, she is stunning. She's really hot. And oh. do you know what? One of my mates really fancies her. Like, loads. That person's smart. Yeah, no, he is. One of the brightest people I know. And he likes really hard women. Yes, he does. <laughs> Just oh. like Sean. Just like me. She's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Boop, boop. Excellent. What song is that? It's like, I don't know, the, the honk, honk horn. Of hotness. I join in, but I. <laughs> no. Do you know what it was like? <laughs> it sounds like a dying like a car for me. Ah, oh, we'll talk about that later yeah. as well. Yeah. Or celebrity bitch slap news, but. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the X anyway, Factor. Yeah. X-factor. Still on the X Factor. Still on it. Um, who was who's who's? I won't ask who was your least favorite because obviously I don't want you to lose your job. <laughs> who was your favorite out of all six that I've interviewed? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Who else? Oh, Kai, Kai so Stones far. I also interviewed as well. Yeah. I quite like him. I think he's really talented. Who's my favourite? Jarmaine. Jarmaine Douglas. Mm. I just think he's got really a really unique voice. And it, God, his first audition, he was like, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. I'm, I think I sobbed a little bit. Check you, know, like little, you know, little like yeah. tear rolled down my eye. I was yeah. like, he's, he's fucking good. Can I say, can I say, swear? You can you can say swear, but I shouldn't swear. So he's yeah. really good. Yeah, there we go. Evict that. I'll, I'll evict that, that that swear word out of it. I probably won't now, but okay. Yeah, but uh, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Who do you think's gonna win, or do you think you shouldn't say? Well, I think the favourite to win is Ella Henderson, and she's you know the sixteen-year-old with the most beautiful voice, really talented. You know, just read a feature on her in a magazine on the way over here. Um, I think she's you know a hot favourite to win I think for me it's between her and Jarmaine but you never know with X Factor yeah. it's, it's down to the public and you know god what would you what would you do if Ryland Clark won <laughs> I think they'd be uproar in the music industry but he is entertaining he, he is he's got the entertainment factor he is in a yep I don't really like him but I mean he's probably really nice so I mean good for him as long as he's nice I don't really care no he isn't he, I don't I haven't properly met him yet but I keep seeing him in the canteen with like his like amazing makeup and outfits, and he's just dead loud. I mean, like, oh my god! And he just looks really fun, yeah, and like fun to be around. And I think you know he's been sort of portrayed as this sort of, you know, hate figure, and people have you know, are being a bit nasty. But put yourself in the limelight, you're gonna get lovers and haters, and it's just part of it, isn't it? Damn right. It's just part of it. You got right. any haters, Sean? Um, 
No, but I have a few scary lovers. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I won't go into that. <laughs> That's the one thing as well about X Factor that I was really surprised at, is, is people are fanatical. It's like super fans. Mm, mm. It's unbelievable to see kind of the amount of, you know, even on the first day that I was there, there were like paparazzi on ladders, like, you know, with their cameras trying to get take pictures of the contestants as they, you know, the finalists as they were walking past. I was like, Jesus! this is rubbish. Yeah. Like, this is kind of like, that's such an invasion. And I've never seen that before, you know, first time. Obviously you see it on telly and you're like, yeah, whatever, they're getting papped. But it's, it's really invasive. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was, it's been a bit of an eye-opener that way. You know, maybe it's been a bit silly to think that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think you're silly. I, I, I remember you telling me about that story when we were coming from the train station oh, about yeah. Ollie Murs. Yeah, everyone was like screaming. This is like, you know, on, on the Friday night, they were like part like a huge pack of birds of small girls who were like outside and as soon as he walked out to you know to the car to, that was you know to drive them off as everybody does over there they all have their cars to pick them up it's really posh and um and they were like Ollie! obviously you can't see me but i've literally got my hands flying yeah huge hand signals <laughs> And you're like, whoa, poor bloke. And he's just like, hiya, oh, thanks. We love you! It's like, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's that's really strange. Yeah. I was just, I was, yeah, it struck me as I was like, shit, get me out of here. Like, yeah. Where's my car? <laughs> oh, I... They were like, pits the tubes that way. Yeah, here's like, your bicycle. Thanks. Yeah. Here's your Boris And bike. it's raining, enjoy that. Oh, God. <laughs> you should have, like, you know, see if you can get into Ollie Murs' car. I know, but like, Ole, remember that one time I interviewed you? Oh, be like, get out. You interviewed him? Um, yeah, at V Festival. Oh, no way. Yeah, when him and uh, Rizzle Kicks uh, went to number one. It was like the sun. It was like two years ago. And actually, I was a bit naughty because I was like, he'd just been announced that he was going to be presenting the Extra Factor with Caroline. So I started our interview and I was like, well, congratulations. I was like, so we're going to put your skills to the test. Who have we got coming up? And he was like, um, because <laughs> like Rizzle Kicks was we're going to like bowl in and roly-poly in. And he was like, well, you might call these guys the Rizzles. And he was like, no, 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 can I start again? Can I start again? I was like, nope, we'll have a take two. This is really poor, you know, like, and I had a bit of a joke with him and put him on the spot. But he was really fun to interview. I'm a fan of his. He's a proper ladies man. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like sitting on a bench being like, Yasmin is so fit. I was like. Fair, she is, she is hot. She take her out. <laughs> Assassination wise, or? No, no, take her out for a date. Oh, of course, of course. That's what assassination ladies, I don't know, just the way you put it. No, Lee, like, take her out for a date. Why, what would you say? Probably, you, you should go for it, man. You should go for it. I'd say take her out. But it still sounds like we're trying to, you know, start up a fight of some sort. Oh, no, I think take her out as in go on a date. Take her out in a positive way. Of course, of it's course. Like, it's like, take me out, you know, like that show. It's like, take you out. Take her out. I think we've got a format for a new show. Oh, my God. Take <laughs> her out. We can present no, it. No in way, copy. No in way, shape. No way, shape. <coughs> I can't even speak. No way, copied by ITV2 to take me out. Not at all. I'm a big fan of with Paddy. Yeah, no. I, He's I, a fellow I, Boltonian. I can't watch it. I literally can't watch it. It makes me so angry. Just go on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's and un- here we have Sean. <laughs> no, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's quite. It's quite a cruel show, though. I have to Ooh. say, I think it's well tight. Yeah, I'm. I'm an actor. I get judged enough. I don't need more judgment. This is true. Yeah, this is true. And I've got Twitter, so it's even worse. Oh look, someone's oh. getting messages, and he's doing a podcast. Such. I'll deal with that later. <laughs> man, I'm a professional. Well, not really. Whatever. Whatever, man. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the the you know your documentary. Um, yeah, is it's quite a heavy duty documentary. And before we did Celebrity Bitch Sat News, and really I you know properly met you, I saw you do this documentary. Yeah, and I thought, wow, Pips is kind of heavy duty. Um, <laughs> she's a bit weird. Not weird. I mean, I didn't get that out of it. God, she she opposes against rape. The weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, she the, the, explain the documentary. So it was part of their crime season, which aired in March. So we started filming it in January. So I think I met you in February for the auditions for CV News. So I was kind of midway through filming yeah. it. Um, and it was called I Never Said Yes. And it was basically looking at uh, rape in the UK and looking at sort of statistics, myths, stereotypes, and just kind of opening up a, com- a conversation and, you know, help, you know, 
people engaging in the topic, which is something that's considered a, a taboo and not many people are comfortable talking about. Um, so yeah, I was, I feel really privileged to have been involved in it and it was, yeah, it, it was, it was brilliant. And I met the most, some of the most amazing women I've ever met in my life, really brave, um, empowering and inspirational, which sounds really cheesy, but they really were. Um, I think you can't sound cheesy in the situation. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I know, yeah, I know what you mean, but it's kind of, for me, it's really not stopped there, um, making the documentary because, um, they're, um, hopefully I can say this, but we're, um, I think the BBC, uh, hopefully, um, having the documentary cut down to class clips so they can be, uh, used as educational tools in schools, which I think is really important, um, especially kind of engaging younger people in talking about sexual violence, mm. um, and, and so yeah, that's fantastic. And I'm also kind of looking forward to going into schools and talking about it myself. And oh wow, you know, kind of like not lecturing because you can't really lecture, but just sort of you know talking as a, as sort of a teeny tiny thing in the media. Um, talking about about it as a subject and just you know encouraging people to be open about it. And what made you do the documentary? Um, so I actually um, had a very lucky escape. I was attacked when I lived in Mexico City um, by a cab driver and had a very, very, very lucky escape. Obviously it left its mark on me and he was very violent with me. And um, It made me think, well, that happened to me and I still sort of something, you know, it's something that happens and, and you're a bit like, it still affects you and it still affects your daily life because it's... And not, it's not a very nice thing to happen and I and you know I wasn't raped you know but and how if this is how I feel how do people feel that that have been do they have the support the network do they have you know any support out there to help you know to help them to go through these things and actually it was one of those things that I just felt in my heart of hearts it was the, the right thing it was the perfect it sounds weird me saying but it was I was totally the right person for the job yeah because it yeah I just it was just one of those gut feelings that I was like this is something that I really feel passionately about that I really want to be involved in and that I really hope you know it's in a way it's kind of putting myself on the line and putting me out there and me confronting my own issues in a hope in a wider sense that other people up and down the country who feel that they can't um come forward or talk about things or they've had an experience that it, there's some sort of I don't know connection and they do talk about it um uh but yeah i mean it's it's yeah it's, it's it was really difficult to do but i'm so pleased that i did it and yeah. it, again it was one of those things that i totally didn't expect my first big job in the media to be presenting a documentary about rape yeah um because at the end of the day everything that i've done beforehand all the online stuff has been you know quite light-hearted entertainment music fashion so for me to kind of you know start from there was a i i feel really lucky to have been able to give an opportunity to tackle something so serious um and yeah it had to be made at the end of the day and I feel really chuffed to be involved with it and I keep filling with your mouth I'm really That's sorry okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> in another podcast I break my brother's pen so oh, it's okay. fine I'm um, sure you didn't mind no no I I said uh, I actually oh, won't go into that it doesn't matter in in a tone of things we just talked about yeah yeah we won't go yeah. into it but yeah it's it's really strong you know thing to do of you um mm. even though you weren't you know know raped you were assaulted mm. and you know obviously that's a traumatic experience no matter what yeah and the fact that you sh you showed you hated this injustice that this is happening and you know it, it seems to happen quite it's quite common it's really common yeah which is disgusting obviously and that you showed complete and utter drive to you know highlight this injustice mm -hmm. you know it's it's fantastic you know? oh thank you well, no, it was, it was what the more that I kind of got involved in the topic and the and the sort of the meeting people on the you know the journey of the program, it made me realise like how huge the problem is. And you know, one of the statistics in the program was you know a, a woman gets raped in the UK every ten minutes. Well, you know the the people the, the convictions of of perpetrators in court is a fraction of the percentage of of, of what of what happens. So it's it's just bringing, you know, bringing something that people really don't want to talk about. They don't really want to hear about. And, you know, I came across friends who were just like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And where as another friend who were like, I 
that's happened to me and this has happened to me and they felt that they would they could now talk about it because they you know I'd sort of spoken about it which in a way it was just really kind of I don't know what the word is like humbling I suppose it was just really you know you're kind of like heart-wrenching to know that people go through so much pain on their own um so yeah cheery topic cheery for your, topic. For your, for your podcast but very important and you know something as I say that it's it's part of me and it's part of my life mm. now and I very much want it to re- remain that way so I'm you know happy to c- come and talk to schools yeah yeah I mean, the, the one thing the one thing that I, I found on Twitter mm. um which I'd like to clear um was that you were you were being slightly told that you're only covering the woman's side of it mm. if yeah yeah um which that that more or less comes down to time mm. also the fact that Pip's is a woman. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, you, you told me that, you know, obviously mm. that if you had time to make it, you know, longer, you would yeah. have covered the male side of rape. Yeah, of course. of course. I mean, we want, you know, we were actually we want we wanted to try and interview a perpetrator as you know as well and kind of t- discuss like why, but obviously there was no a there wasn't time and b it's kind of giving someone the platform to talk about what they've done but we couldn't find the right person but obviously male rape is hugely on the rise and it's a topic that people again don't really talk about mm. especially amongst gangs it's used as a weapon of violence it's used you know rape is used as a weapon and, yeah and intim- yeah. intimidation and it you know i think to be honest we could have made a whole series about it and yeah. i think that it's a one-off standalone and it exists on its own and i think that's great but i there's so many other areas of it that I think are necessary to explore. Mm. Um, but again, it's down to time and budget yeah. and um, me wanting to make a documentary about unicorns instead. Yeah, which, <laughs> which she did and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was quite heavy hitting. So I think, you know, it's, you get, I, you know, because you're really passionate about it, you get really wrapped up in it yeah. for sort of three months and it does affect you. Mm. Um, so I think it's good to, go you know do do something like this and then go away for a period of time and then come back and revisit it i don't think i'd be able to do sort of like a whole series back to back over a year and a half because i think it would just be a little bit tr- too traumatic yeah yeah no yeah there's quite a lot of trauma involved in it but mm. hey you've got to go through trauma to, it, to to come out stronger yeah I mean, the um but the one thing that i had gained mm. from watching your documentary is your willingness and your absolute athleticism when it comes to walking <laughs> incredibly determinedly for a hallway which I thought was really good um yeah this was quite funny actually well it wasn't but it, the walking was if you see <laughs> sorry you don't include that bit he's choking on his limpsit <clears throat> so the thing with the walking was my producer's like right Pips you're seeking justice and explanations for these victims that you've met that you've met uh, I was, you know, I had the opportunity to interview someone from the Crime Prosecution Service, um, and I literally marched in there, and my, you know, my coat was like flapping behind me. And she looked like a, she looked like a tired superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, off we go. Uh, but no, I did, I did master the march. I have to say, uh, mm. by the end of it, they were like, here comes the walk. <laughs> you know, we're in the edit, and we're like, right, off, we, off she goes, trotting away again. Um, but you know, you have to walk with purpose. Oh, of course. You um, can't just like. And you're there for a skipping. reason. I can't, you know, just sort of like trot like down a little catwalk and flick my hair and be like, "I'm here to have a chat," you know, because it's very much like I want answers. Mm. You're going to give them to me. Yeah. And I need explanations because people don't understand why this is happening. So now I did enjoy that a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot as well. Challenge the challenge. I did rewind during. Did the you? That's quite. Oh, funny. it's all coming out now. It is all coming out now. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I was kind of hoping that we'd be able to do that march in 70 Bits Lap News, but we didn't. We I just had stuck sitting. to a stool, wasn't yeah. I? Yours was a bit, our mine was a bit higher than yours, because you're a bit taller than me. A little bit. <laughs> Only a little bit. I mean, you know, Pips is six foot, I'm six foot two, so, yeah. you know, Which keep that in so your mind while you listen large. to it. Yeah, yeah. So skinny, just like skyscrapers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we, how mm. I met Pips, of course, on, there you go, okay. I did a hand. Clammy hands. That's clammy the clammy hands. hands got stuck together. And then I was. That's the thing is, I wish you could actually see Sean doing this because he's so animated, and so he's like, here is you can hear his voice, but you, what you can't hear, unfortunately, I'm going to put some like jingle bells on his wrists because he's like his arms are kind of like going all over, and he's like he's very jazz handsy. Yeah, I I, I like, enjoy that. 
I like to keep you know exercise while the podcast yeah, is going on. He's working out. Yeah, while you were talking about the important subject that we were just referring to, I was doing a bit of robot. Yeah, so, you know, he's pumping some iron. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't really care what I'm talking about. He's just being vain. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, there's a reflection in the Mac, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, we we met on Celebrity Bitch Slap News, uh, which respect. I when I when I went for the audition, I got this script and it was like really silly and stuff. And I was thinking, I've been told this is serious. I haven't been told this is a comedy. Yeah. And I'm reading the script and going, what the hell? I mean, because I planned on going into that audition to just take the piss out of how serious and silly it is. Because I, cause I was just told, Sean, you've got an audition for a presenting job um, about celebrities. I was like, right, so it must be kind of serious then. And then, you know, getting in there. So like, oh, could you improvise, you know, a scene? Oh, you do improv. Oh, okay, then that's great. Just improvise a silly, you know, scene. This was your thing. I'm not even a comedian. I'm so bad at comedy, it's it's not even funny. So I was the only bloody presenter there. Everyone else was comedians. I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She says, then a few <laughs> weeks later, where is she? Where? Right on that celebrity pits that news stall. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I it's the only reason I think I can well I can't I know I can't do comedy. But the only reason why she that can. was that She's was fun humbling. was because it because I could bounce off you and you were just random and improv and I could just like pop in with these weird little one liners and She'd then put them right up there. <laughs> no, we, really. we were right double act. She was brilliant. The duo. She was seriously, uh, by the end of it, she was coming up with better things than me. Oh. And I was getting quite angry. No, I wasn't. But she was, ah, oh, she was, you know, you were really good in it. And, you know. You can, you can tell the truth now, Sean. It's okay. I won't uh, be really upset. It was really frustrating working <laughs> with you. You were so unprofessional. You know, just turning up with, you know, your drug lords. It was really <laughs> frustrating. Me and my bitches. Me and my entourage exactly. of 36 people in the studio. All females, which I found strange because Pips isn't a lesbian. <laughs> it's very strange. And they were all very. Not as bad as your entourage of kittens, Sean. <laughs> at least, at least they were polite. At least they come up, do you want tea? But in a cat voice. <laughs> Thank you. That's how they sounded. And they were incredibly polite. And yeah. sometimes if I, you know, didn't know my lines, I one of the cats would go to another cat and shave the lines into another cat's back. And I'd know my lines. So your, your, what did you get yours to do? You made them tattoo graffiti wise you know on their bottoms exactly and then they would bend over and i would see my lights exactly and i would be incredibly distracted <laughs> because they weren't wearing pants it was really weird oh we should make a show out of this okay <laughs> let's call it take her out take her out there we go we're, we're sorted we're sort of for love life. it i love it but we, it was essentially this yeah um but with me having a higher voice not sounding like i'm you know Dying. You've um, always had a high voice. <laughs> I know, I know. But I sing really low, which is very strange. So we were talking about how we met, anyway. Oh yeah, go about that. At CB yeah. News. At a bit of slap news, and you know, I was just told, oh yeah, you're going to be doing a lady called Pips Taylor, and Minnie Stevenson, um, who you know is very, she's very funny. Um, she's also a presenter for Channel Five News, I think. She was our Raven reporter. She was excellent. Yeah, she was. Shout really out good. to Minnie. What up? Um, <laughs> We did hand signs. Well, no, only I did. She just looked at me going, pathetic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we did. We did Celebrity Bits that Muse and we met. And I was sort of like thinking, right, well, you know, Pips has done this, you know, like really quite heartbreaking documentary. documentary. What's she doing? Doing comedy now? This yeah. is weird. She's on my territory. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. And, and the, the, the most... Off. Yeah, it was. I was like thinking, oh God, okay, well, you know, this is going to be fun. We had fun in our we, audition, didn't we? Did. Didn't we? No, we did. Oh, my voice is going completely oh, now. because he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wait until two truths, one lie. You won't be able to detect the thing because I will be completely silent. Well, we did, like, I, I, I don't mean to brag, but, you know, like, where we had our meetings. <laughs> oh, if I do this voice, it sort of loses. We did our meetings at the Ivy. It's very snazzy. It was. I've never been there before. But actually, what was the funniest thing, which the viewers back home... The listeners back home don't even know about was that on our first meeting, Sean whacks out the Talisa sex video. Oh yeah, and we all watch that. it. Our whole, yeah, our whole in the Ivy. Team watch it in the Ivy, and I hadn't seen it, and he's like, "Oh, I can find it for you." I was like, "Oh, really? Can you?" 
fuckers up, surely. And then there we were watching it. I was just showing how I was, efficient I was. He was very efficient at finding it. A little bit too efficient. <laughs> a, a little bit. Too, I mean, it was my homepage. I it was, was just saying. pretty much. But, so yeah, we all got it out and I was like, this is unlike any other production meeting I've ever had. Yeah. We're watching this Lisa sex tape and we're in the Ivy and this is really random. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've, I've seen it before, so, you know, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. I didn't want to spoil the ending. It was very tempting. But, um, you know, it and turns out she was a ghost. Very, um, did do a very good impression. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... You've mastered that, that handwork. Thank you. Thank you. It comes with many years of awkward suppression. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> Nothing wrong being gay, of course. But, um, yeah, we were, like, surrounded by, like, you know, waitresses were coming over and, um, you know... She's found a ruler, um, a metal ruler. My brother's an illustrator. Ah. Yeah, uh, we were surrounded by like waitresses and like you know old older gentlemen, and there was me just you know. Hey, look at this! With his iPhone in one paw, innocently saying, "Oh gosh, yeah, here is the Talisa sex video." Mm. So no, that was great, and I enjoy. I enjoyed it. We had to have you know quite a lot of read throughs, a lot of practicing our lines together. Yeah, it was quite good. A lot of input into the script in places. A lot. But most none of, of it showed. Yeah, most of what we then did got reined in. They were like, yeah. no, 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 guys. But maybe don't do that. Yeah. Don't, maybe don't say that. <laughs> what, was, uh, uh, what was my favourite joke? Oh, it was something about... Um, like we were rambling on about something and one of the punchlines was like Uncle Fritz's cellar. Oh, my God. I can't remember what it was for. It was Yeah, that one was pretty bad. Also, though, but, you know, which is quite funny, was us, us talking about the javels. Yeah. But then coming up with the, the male name for a vajazzle, a well, penazzle. A penazzle, yeah. That was going to stay in. I, that we was, filmed all that. Yeah, it was due to stay in, but... They they shortened it loads. Yeah. And took out all, the, all our funny parts. It was, it's, not, it's not about us, Sean. It is! It's about the clips. Of course, of course. No, because it, it's by Alison Jackson, so... Who like, I love, by yeah. the way. She's very talented, very lovely as well. Yeah. She's, you know, you hear like, you know, she works for News of the World and like Daily Mail. And yeah. Like, you know, like she, she does these really, really huge things and you expect her to be really intimidating, which she is, but she's also very lovely with it. Yeah, so. she is. Now, I've got a lot of respect for her. I think she, she's really carved a, a very entertaining niche for herself. And uh, I want I want that show to get commissioned and I want us to present it. <laughs> Yeah, no, so do I. Yeah. So, anybody? Anybody? Any hey, takers? Pick it up, pick it up now. <laughs> it's still available. Going of course. once, going twice, going once, going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, we, you know, we did celebrity bits of that news, and uh, you know, it was it was really entertaining. It was really, you know, really fun to do because I've never done, uh, you know, proper presenting before, and you know. Did you enjoy it? I did. I really did. I really did. They let me improvise a little bit, and you know, I was happy with that. So I was, you know. I had a little comfort from home. Yeah. Having that. And obviously being with Pips, who's like, you know, a, you know, pretty much a veteran. No, not really, know. love. Come on. Yeah. In comparative I mean, to me. Yeah, but I'd never done comedy. So, you know, it was, it was, quite, I think it was quite a good match in a way. Because you sort of taught me the comedy bits and bobs and sort of, you know, you just roll with it, Pips. Just say what you want, Pips. It's fine. I'm like, there are voices in my head. <laughs> and <laughs> it was Sean. And it was Sean. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and then the, with the presenting, you know, you, you're a natural man. He's Thank a natural. He's just like, oh, so I just talk to this camera. Off he goes. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, once, once you know, you sort of have someone like Pips telling you, yeah, you'll be all right. Just keep keep it natural, keep relaxed, and you'll be fine. You know, those sort of supportive things. <laughs> it's nice. You're like, don't worry, Pips. That was a great joke. Everyone's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> That was a poor joke. I was like, just leave, leave Sean for the jokes. No, no. <laughs> it was a, it was a good experience, and we, we did it with uh, like the Feed Me Funny online exclusives. We like loads of other like quite huge shows and stuff. Mm. And, no, it was really, it was really good fun, and uh, it did get quite a lot of people who really enjoyed it. It's obviously something that you know it's a pilot, so it's not going to get the prime audience that you know we were, you know, we have to expect. But yeah, you know, it was good. I think I think we did all right. There was a lot of positive feedback. Yeah, loads. And we were throwing about newspapers like like we were whores, and which was quite Great. fun. Yeah, got a little bit of attention from there. But it's more the that's the thing is like the clip. It's like Alison's really clever, um, 
sort of celeb situation like fake mock-ups that she do and it was just brilliant it's like when harry prince all the prince um prince harry in vegas came to like people thought it was an alison jackson yeah you know and she totally rode that wave like quite rightly and you know mm. a lot of it could have been you know i think i'm a big fan big fan big fan big fan right well that was Slowsy Bits Like News, which is still available to see on BBC iPlayer. It is, um, I think it's in the Feed Me Funny exclusive, online exclusives. Um, so I think it's available to watch until around 2015, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it right away. Immediately. Immediately. So, now that we've talked about the most important things, we're going to go on to a, a game. Some would say the best game ever created. I would agree. It is... Two Truths, One. The rules of Two Truth, One Lie, if you haven't listened to my other podcast, which I'm sure you have, um, uh, is that I have, I and Pips have to say three facts about ourselves, but one of them is a lie. Now, we then have to ask questions about these facts to help decide which one is the lie. So How many questions can we ask? As many as you want, as okay, many okay, as you want, okay. and it can be as specific or unspecific as possible. Okay. Just to really think if you can catch them out or not. Okay. All right. Now we've decided that I'm going to go first, uh, with me saying my, you know, facts, and this is it. Okay. Okay. Go on. Okay. First one. I presented a Disney XD. Show. Oh, because you're a you're a presenter, I included. You know, a few slightly, you know, presenter-style oh, okay. situations. But you Sneaky. obviously didn't have to do that. Okay. I presented a Disney XD show in which the car we used was the 18 van, and we went to a primary school in Stockport where the most memorable graffiti was 100% chance you die. I was beckoned into a shop. Oh. I was beckoned into a shop and asked to join in for an advert they were shooting. I just had to look interested while watching a video. The video turned out to be for Scientology, and the whole shop was to convert regular citizens into Scientologists. Oh my god. And the third one is, I did an amateur version of Jackass when I was 14, in which I ate a spider and did stupid stunts around the house on a camera that we later found out actually doesn't record. Oh my god, these are really hard. Okay, so the first one... You did what? Okay, so right, let's go from the last one. So this is you want to go from the last one. one? Okay. Um. Hmm. Do you want me to read it out again? Yeah. I did an amateur version of Jackass when I was fourteen, in which I ate a spider and did stupid stunts around the house on a camera that we later found out actually doesn't record. Okay, so you ate a spider. What other stunts did you do? Um, I jumped off tables onto bean bags. You know, like silly things like that. Um, I rode on my pillow down the stairs. Um, Did you not hurt anything? Oh, I hurt myself. I hurt myself. But obviously, because it's jackass, we were like, oh, it's so funny that we hurt ourselves. That sort of situation. Obviously, this was six years ago. How many people? Um, It was me, my brother, and my cousin, Anthony. And you were asked to do this? No, we decided to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was no, no, like, strong demand. Okay. Okay, and the second story was about... I had... Do you want me to read it out again? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, they're just so long, I can't remember them. No, it's understandable. I may have done that Mine deliberately, like... but have I? He's done this before, this isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually really unfair, but oh well. Um, I was beckoned into a shop and asked to join in for an advert they were shooting. I just had to look interested while watching a video. The video turned out to be for Scientology, and the whole shop was to convert regular citizens into Scientologists. I think that is... Oh, so Scientology, hey? Yeah, go on, uh, So me. what was the video? What was the video? It was basically, they were getting you know, random people from the street to look at this video of, of um, like, about the Scientology Bible. Right. And, you know, certain you know, processes that will help you join in. What were the processes? Um, it was a while ago. Uh, it was like, it was like, um... You know, be peaceful to other people and, you know, donate money and... Um... I think this is a lie. Okay, well, if you think that's a lie, you could ask me more. Ask me more okay. about it. Um, who was in the video? I have no clue. It was just literally, it was literally like... you had, Whereabouts have... was it? Whereabouts was it? 
well, where where was the where was the shop? Yeah, it was along Tottenham Court Road. Okay. And I was on my way to a casting for an advert. And what did you say when they were like, "Can you can you be involved in this?" Were you like, "Yeah, I'll do it," or were you like, "Oh, I've got to go because I'm what did you, what did you say?" No, I was like, "Yeah, let's go for it. Might as well." Why? How long did you have? Uh, what? How long did I have before my casting yeah. started? Well, um, because I was like around sixteen, seventeen, and I was insecure about how how much time I have, so I must have had at least half an hour left until my time actually started. So. Yeah, and I obviously asked how long it's going to take, and they said about 10 minutes, so, yeah. Okay. And, and then the, the Scientology Bible had a volcano on the front page. Okay. These are really difficult. Uh, okay, so, the, and then the first one, you in a you presented a Disney XD you, show yep. in the Carver May team. Hmm. I think that's true, because I remember you talking about that. Yeah. And then you went to Stockport. I should stop talking to people. Um... Yeah. yeah well, what did you do in Stockport again? Well, it was like we were following the National Beach Soccer Team, the England National Beach Soccer Team, and we were doing it in Stockport. Uh, this one was in Stockport, strangely, I found. Um, and it was supposed to be, you know, in this primary school, and the primary school, like, you know, like sand pit, and there was like dead birds in there and stuff. Yeah. That's weird. Mm. The thing is, is listeners, is what I'm trying to do is is tell from Sean's eyes and what he's looking at <laughs> when he's looking up or down because he's because he's an actor, he can get away with this and I don't know which is which. Okay, I reckon that number two, the Scientology, is a lie. Is that your final? That's answer? my final answer. Okay, well I'll tell you the first truth. Okay. It was, of course, the Disney XD. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Now, the lie... Yeah. ...was... I never did a jackass thing. The oh, Scientology no! thing was real. But yeah. I thought that the, the jackass thing was just, like, you playing around in your, in your room. So you just made the whole situation up. Yeah, I never did that. Oh, my God. Ever. Yeah, the Scientology okay, thing. Okay, fine. You, it you was a really win. strange situation. Oh, my God. I'm so tentative. This is rubbish. Okay, right. One nil to me. So come on, it's my turn. Yeah, you need okay. the same. Okay, so my first truth, I am part Mexican. Okay. My second truth, I am scared of cows. My third truth is I used to use my teeth as a weapon when I was a child. Okay. So the first one is you're part Mexican. What's, yeah. what's how your family? Uh, my dad's. Okay. Um, what's your dad's name? My dad. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew Guerrero. <laughs> Andrew Guerrero. Valesquez. Valesquez. Um, okay. And what was his, his granddad's? It was his granddad, yeah. What's his granddad's name? Juan. Juan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so you, you've been to Mexico several times. You like it there. Yeah, I love it. I used to live in Mexico City and stayed with relatives when I was there. Distant relatives. Of course. Of course. Okay, and, um, okay, no, I don't have any more questions for that. Okay. Uh, what's your favourite Mexican food? Uh, quesadillas. Quesadillas? What's quesadillas? Like the quesadillas, you know, when they've got, um, cheese inside, uh, tacos, and then you can also have, like, little bits of steak and stuff, but the cheese ones, and then you put bean, you put beans in. She's and then, showing knowledge about the situation, guys. And then, like, lime and fresh chilli, and they're super delicious, they're amazing. Okay. See, if you're lying about that, I'm going to have listeners in going, it's, what's she doing? She's lying. But I don't know. So, And I go to Chiquitos quite often. Okay, second one, mm -hmm. which me saying I go to Chiquitos often is probably a bit racist to Mexicans because it's sort of like, you know, tacky Mexican food. Yeah, it's not, really real, not real Mexican food. The only place you can get decent Mexican food in London is at Oaxaca's. Oh, she just whopped that bit out and I didn't even ask her. Oh, okay. Then second one was, you're scared of cows. Why are you scared of cows? Because they freak me out. When did that start? When I was really small. Why? Because we uh, live on a fold and cows used to come through the fold. Like this is, we have like an old farmhouse and once cows attacked the car that I was in and like licked it and mooed. It's not really attacking, is it, though? Yeah, but it freaks me out. I don't yeah. like cows. Okay. All right, then. Um, what's, your, what's your family's opinion on you not liking cows? They just like 
I, I just remember um, seeing a photo on Twitter where you were talking about how you wouldn't want to move away from like a place, and it was like uh, just fields. I like, know? yeah, no, I like the countryside. Like, I like, I like open space and fields. I just don't like cows. But cows are usually in an open space and fields. I know. You eat cow? I eat cow. I like it mooing. Yeah. Just so you can sort of like feel as if I killed this cow. Yeah, and then it's dead. It can't get me. Yeah. Okay. That's not terrifying. <laughs> okay, and the third one was you use your teeth as a weapon. Yeah, I used to use my teeth as a weapon. Okay, um, is it that sort of like a, you used to bite people or did yeah. you used to like yank your teeth out and put them into a two by four? Some sort of like no, I used to bite people as a form of uh, self-defence when I was really small. Okay, how small? Uh, how small? Probably when I was about up to the age of about five or six. What height? What height was I? Yeah. Probably not much bigger than I am now. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, it, were they with, like, baby teeth still? Or was it, like... Oh, I don't know. How big were you your teeth like, when you were five or six? Yeah, like, full-on adult gnashes. Well, I've got pretty big gnashes, haven't I? Um, I can't remember, to be honest. Um, yeah. There you go. Okay. And, I mean, in, in what situations would you have to defend yourself in? Um, so when you're like playing and you, I wanted to play on something and someone wouldn't let me, so I'd bite them. Okay. So it wasn't really Any other situation? No, it's not really self-defense. <laughs> um, when I was throwing a tantrum, I'd just like get someone's arm and bite it. Okay. She grabbed my arm. I was scared she was going to bite it. Okay. Well, I've already made my decision. Okay. I think you already know what I think is a lie. I'm 100% sure you're not scared of cows. Really? Yeah. Okay, do you want me to tell you my first truth? Tell you the first truth. My first truth is I used to bite people. Yeah, no, I definitely believe that. My second truth is I am scared of cows. Oh, I'm not part Mexican. But you always go to Mexico. (laughs) I know, I wish I was Mexican. (laughs) 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 I wish I was, but I'm not. So I am actually shit scared of cows. I, I hate them. I, uh, they freak me out. It's not strange. That's not strange. I don't, it is it's, quite strange because I like bulls. It's just cows that I don't, I can't. Oh, what the hell? I know. It's weird, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> ah. There you go. Okay, well, I'll accept this draw. Okay, so it's draw one all. One all. Um, okay. That's a handshake. It's a Good handshake. work. Good yes. work. I'm, I'm so, so I'm sure. so sure. I was like, uh, I think... Well, you know, she's doing terrible. Her, this cow thing, she's really struggling. <laughs> I know that was my that was my uh, wild. You know, I I thought I'd play it a little bit like dodgy with that one, so that you'd think that that one was. Yeah, she done well on that then. Yeah, she's a better there actor than me. Not quite. Not but you quite. still don't. I yeah. Also, I, I don't know. No one could 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 hear that, but I was literally grinning throughout the whole thing because I can't lie. I'm really bad at lying, so I was just like, I had this massive cheesy grin on my face. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, you're always grinning, this so I true. never this knew. Is true. Oh. Uh, there you go. Okay, then fair enough. All right, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. That's fine. Okay, then now we, uh, you know, what I usually do because usually I have actors on, uh, but you know, you're throwing in some presenter-ish right now. I just want to ask you, mm-hmm. what's next? Um, so I, a couple of years ago, I actually started an online magazine or brewed an online magazine in my head. So what's next for me is Pinch TV, which is an online video magazine dedicated to the arts, which I've set up with a friend and business partner, Lottie, who, um, basically we profile up and coming comedians, musicians, and artists, um, online and make kind of video content around them, sort of three to three minute webisodes just profiling what they're doing and also chucking people from different genres together. So that is my baby that I've been working on for a while. And the site should be live this week, www.pinch.tv. Um, and yeah, I'd love to know what everybody thinks of it. Okay. So that is what's next, is more of a business, uh, like still still doing the presenting, but this is going to be my bread and butter and my baby and my proper business idea and kind of, Going much more into like arts and culture, which I'm really passionate about, as well as you know the entertainment and 
that kind of shizzle. Yeah. So that's what's next. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, no, I, it's it, the way you talk about it, you know, off the podcast and essentially on the podcast also, you know, it sounds like a really exciting thing to do. And it's good that you're focusing on quite the promotional side of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Know? Well, I think, you know, there are a lot of reality TV shows out there. And, you know, some of them are really good, but there's just less and less platforms for really talented people to be, to have their space and to, mm. you know, to kind of scream and shout about how talented they are and what they're doing. So I thought, do you know what? Why not? Like, you know, I don't have a mortgage at the moment. I don't have kids. Like, I, I'd rather give this a go and, and see, you know, and learn from it and enjoy it than be, you know, stuck in a job that I don't want to do for the yeah. rest of my life because... You have to spend three quarters of your life working. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you have to cater for all those bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, you, you have tw- you have Twitter, of course. Yep. What's your? Uh... My Twitter is at my it's my at my name. It's, it's Pips Taylor. Um, There's and... no. It's that's a whole word. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Pips Taylor. P i p s t a y l o r. And uh, Pinch TV is at Pinch TV. Yeah. So you can follow. Really specific. The, yeah, you can follow the uh, the success of well. Just our little ramblings and goings on, I suppose, about everything arty going on at the moment. At the moment, okay. Then, well, I think I think that's that's enough. I think that's enough. Um, that's enough of you. It's enough of you now. It's coming to an hour. Uh, but what I tend to do also is I let uh, my guest have the final word. Oh. Well. So if there's anything okay. you want to say, if there's anything you want to, you know, maybe you want to do some interpretive dance, and I'll explain what's happening. Uh, you know, there's loads of there's loads of options that you could do. God, this is really putting me on the spot. Yeah, that's what I do. I never warn anyone about this one. So she's thinking. I can guys. have the last word. Last word. I won't even interrupt you. Even if you say something incredibly offensive, I will just let that go, and then there'll be a little bit of silence, and then I will press that record button that will stop the recording. Shit. Um, that's not my last word. It's not shit. <laughs> I was gonna press. Um, I don't know. It might. It would probably be something really cheesy, like. Um, it could just be completely and utterly random. Okay. Go and hug a tree. <laughs>